Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Exploring Awesome, the show where I explore tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me live a more awesome life. I, of course, am your host, hypnotist Jim Kellner. Today on the show, I've got relationship coach Mandolin Moss. Did I say that right, Mandolin? Moses, Mandolin Moses. But people get that mixed up. I think people are so thrown off by seeing Moses. (laughs) That they don't they don't they don't see it right, but it's Moses. <laughs> oh, you know what? I specifically, I specifically didn't tag you on Facebook because it came up as uh, as Moses, and I thought maybe you went by a different name professionally. So <laughs> I apologize. Apologize for that. No I will worries. get that corrected in the in the show notes. Um, that's so funny. I I could almost I mean I could just swear I saw. Um, anyway, okay. So uh, <laughs> so anyway. Um, and I've even now I'm spelling your first name Mandela, so uh, I don't know. I'm all mixed up. So um, do you, you go by Mandy, is that right? Yes, I go by Mandy. Excellent. Okay, we've got Mandy Moses on uh, today. She's a relationship coach, so if you've got uh, relationship questions, I hope you'll uh, give us a call. The number to uh, dial in uh, live if you're listening on uh, it's May 9th at uh, about 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can give us a call at 619-924-0744. Again, that's 619-924-0744. Mandy, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you because I, uh, believe it or not, uh, faithful listeners, I am not an expert in the realm of relationships. (laughs) Um, and so I'm hoping I can learn some great stuff. And, uh, so that's why I want to have Mandy on today. She's going to help, uh, help you and I live a more awesome life. And, uh, it sounds like what we're going to focus on today is this idea of, uh, of not taking things personally. Mandy, can you just give us a little bit of background about yourself, how, uh, how you came to uh, be a relationship coach and, and, uh, and that sort of thing? Yeah. So, So, yeah, so I got into coaching. Um, Initially, I started coaching, uh, helping people develop their purpose, their passion, and their their dreams in life. And when I started focusing on that, I started to really see, like, a big um, uh, disconnect in self-awareness. Like, we, we have goals in life, but then you know, the reason why we don't really achieve them is because we're not really self-aware. And there was a disconnect with me and my clients in that particular realm. Um, Mm -hmm. I was already coaching people in relationships, but I wasn't doing it for a living. And my coach, Mm -hmm. uh, when I brought up the concerns of what I was doing before, he's like, why are you not teaching relationships? We kind of had a following um, on Facebook and Instagram because of my personal relationship that I have with my partner. And people were asking for it, and I wasn't listening. <laughs> and my coach was like, "Mandy, you've got to, you've got to be doing relationships." And I was like, "You know what? I don't know why that I never thought of that." And so I switched my business to focusing really on people having an interdependent relationship. Uh, from our parents, we were taught 
how to have a codependent relationship, which isn't healthy, and that's why so many people have struggling relationships because we lose ourselves in the relationship and forget to take care of our, our own needs. And so um, I've really spent um, my life focusing on teaching people really how to love. Um, and I feel like that's something that's been missed. We, we don't know how to love. And so that's how I became a relationship, a relationship coach, teaching people how to love the right way. Oh, nice. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about this? I, I've never even heard the term uh, interdependent uh, relationship. Can you explain the difference between codependent and interdependent? Yeah, so codependent relationship, and I know that's like a four-letter word to, to people. Everybody's hmm. like, I'm not a codependent, you know, but hmm. the truth of the matter is that, that most people are, and and at, and at one point I was one of those people who was like, I'm not a codependent, but at the end of the day, you know, most of us are. A codependent relationship, in, in my meaning, is when you're looking for somebody to fill a hole. You know, um, it can be, I'm lonely. You know, many people, I really want a relationship, I'm so lonely. Well, hmm. getting into a relationship isn't going to make you any less lonely. And many people who are in unhappy marriages understand that very well, that, you know, they thought that being, you know, sometimes they even feel even more lonely being in a relationship because they're not connecting with their partner. Um, you know, if uh, I had a client the other day who she has a really hard time speaking up for her own needs, and, and she told me, she's like, Mandy, I really want to get into a relationship with somebody who teaches me how to speak my voice. And I said, well, that's not how that works. You have to learn how to speak your voice first, and then attract a, a partner who appreciates that in you because how that shows up in your partner is they're constantly doing things to you and you're afraid to speak out and then again it creates a disconnected relationship. That's codependency to me when you're looking for somebody to fill a hole or fill a need. Um, an interdependent relationship, which I feel like um, you know, as we go into the next generation where we, you know, we see see us becoming more selfish. And I know a lot of people have a stigma around that word selfish, but to me it's like my favorite word. Interdependency to me is someone who you really focus on yourself as an individual and you really see yourself as whole, even though we already are whole, we just don't see ourselves as whole. Seeing yourselves as whole, fully loving and accepting yourself, and then being ready to call in a partner who they see themselves as whole. And then when you guys come together, you guys are working on growing each other. Um, mm. To me, the definition of love, um, and I use the term unconditional love because there's 113 different reasons or meanings behind the word love. So I like to use the mm. word unconditional love because unconditional okay. love to me is a partner, like bringing in a partner, loving somebody, and only wanting nothing more from that person for them to be the best version of themselves they can be. That, to me, is unconditional love. And I won't accept anything less than that in my life, and that's what I get my clients to understand as well, not bringing anything less than that in your life. That's interdependency to me. Wow. All right. Unconditional love. What if he still leaves the toilet seat up? <laughs> right? 
well, you can you can still unconditionally love them, but you know, hey, make sure to tell them to put the toilet seat down. <laughs> All right, just checking. Just want to make sure we weren't uh, putting conditions right. on the toilet seat. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, great. I think it's a great, uh, a really great way of explaining that. Thanks a lot for um, for doing that. Now. Um, you know, when we connected, you told me that one of the things, one of the ways, because, you know, um, again, of course, everybody, um, the focus of this show is, you know, tips, tricks, and strategies. I really want myself and my listeners, everybody who's listening, to be able to create an awesome life and, you know, getting tips from people that are living an awesome life. I have tips to share. And you were talking, you, you mentioned um, uh, not taking things personally. So can you can you tell us how not taking things personally? And I think this is, I mean, this is one of the four agreements, right? By um, mm-hmm. his name escapes me right now. Um, so, can you tell me how that relates to uh, creating this kind of uh, interdependent, um, unconditional loving relationship? Yeah, I really do think that uh, the Four Agreements is definitely one of my favorite books on the planet. Um, For a long time, I was reading that book at least once a month um, because it was my goal to memorize it Um, because I really do think that um, we get so caught up in our outside world, you know, when we really need to start putting the focus on our inside world. And when we change what's going on inside of us, then that's when and only when we start to see things change outside of us. And so the the key for me is really not taking things personal. You know, people get so caught up in their stories. This happened to me and this happened to me and this person did this to me and this person did this to me. But really at the very, very basis of that, when people, people can love you and people can hate you, and at the end of the day it's got absolutely nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I know that's really hard to, to, to really grasp, but we are just projections. Like we are just a big, like a, a reel of film, right, just projecting onto a screen. And our relationships, whether that be our kids or our partners, our best friends, our coworkers, whatever, they are just a projection screen of what's going on inside of us. And so when, they, when, when people are showing us things that irritate us, that make us angry, um, that make us frustrated, all it is is a projection of what's going on inside. They're not doing anything to you. They're revealing uh-huh. something inside of you that needs to be healed, that needs to come up. Uh-huh. And by us complaining about it and being frustrated and staying in that state, all we do is see it continue to come up over and over and over and over until we become self-aware that it's that we're the common denominator, right? Mm-hmm. That we're the common yeah. denominator. So when you can see yourself in somebody's eyes, I really truly feel like that really is the key to life because other people are going to reveal so much about you and realizing that it's not them, it really is truly you, and not to take it personal, to be able to sit back and reflect, how am I creating this, good or bad? Like we focus so much on the bad, but good or bad, how am I creating this? And then so when, someone, when, you're, when you have that awareness, you can shift it. So when someone says, it's not you, it's me, they really mean that. They really mean it. 
<laughs> they really truly mean that. Mm-hmm. But well, we turn oh, around and be like, it's it's not. It's it's got it's it's me. There's so, there's got to be something wrong with me. They're just using that as is as an excuse. But no, it really truly is. And and when that per, when somebody says that to you, maybe they don't cr- quite have an understanding of what what it is but they know and they're honoring themselves at the moment to give themselves the space to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, I was thinking about this too, um, this taking things personally. And I think this is why we get, um, we get more frustrated in traffic, for instance, when we're the driver and someone cuts us off as opposed to when we're the passenger. Either, either way, you know, we're, we're both being cut off, but, um, but if you're the one that's driving, it's it's much easier to feel like they've done it personally to you, and uh, and I think that making that shift could um, maybe help me in traffic anyway. Oh oh yeah, of course. And you know it's funny. It's like you know if you're having like a really good day. Let's say you wake up in the morning and it's like you know what, the birds are chirping, the sun is shining. Like it is a really good day, right? It's a really good day. You go outside and just like it seems like you get every green light, you're on time, you're early every single day, everybody's smiling and is nice to you. You're like, ah, geez. But then you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, your alarm doesn't go off, you know, and then all of a sudden you get in traffic and everybody's cutting you off and you're Oh my gosh! Why is everybody why why is everybody such crazy drivers? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, we create that. Like, we create that, yeah. and it sets and and it, and you can just go back to how did your day start? Mm-hmm. Like, how did I did I start my day with gratitude and joy and happiness? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to notice people cutting you off. You're not going to take that personally, right? But when you wake yeah. up frustrated or angry or irritated, yeah, you're going to notice everybody cutting you off. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, so tell me, you know, so you know, it's um, this is one of those kind of concepts where where we hear this a lot, you know, like um, don't take it personally or something like that. But but what are some others are there? I mean, just something we have to repeat over and over to ourselves uh, or get hypnotized for, or um, or are there are there certain are there certain uh, you know, exercises we can do? Are there certain actions that we can do that kind of help to lock this this idea in? Yeah, I mean, the, um, there's a couple. There's a couple. The first thing that really comes to my mind, and I practice this daily, um, mm-hmm. I, I really do feel like, I mean, I, I posted this on my social media the other day. The key to life is self-awareness. You've got to be self-aware. Mm. And That's all um, when I, I went through this journey of self-awareness, I was in a very abusive relationship for, um, for 15 years of my life. And um, I was there. There was a point where I was um, throwing myself this little victim pity party in in, in the corner of my room, um, mm-hmm. while my my ex was trying to beat down the door. And I'm just like, why, Mandy? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why is this happening? And mm-hmm. um, as I'm sitting there at, at my lowest moment, just really wanting to, I was contemplating like suicide. Right? This is my darkest moment in my life. And I am asking God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening mm-hmm. to me? And um, the loudest voice, like this was just as big as God moment, the loudest voice came to my stomach and it came from my stomach and it said, because you allowed it. And at mm-hmm. that moment, like literally 15 years of my life played backwards 
in a different perspective and just flash flooded in my head in just a few seconds. And I saw things in such a different perspective. Oh, my gosh, I really did allow every single thing that he did to me happen. Like, I created all of that. And from that moment, the one thing that I really did take, um, the the one thing that I implemented right away um, was when a situation happened to me, I always asked myself. Now it comes easy. It's pretty natural. I don't have to consciously ask myself this anymore. Now it's just habit. But Mm -hmm. the first habit to bring in is ask yourself, is this situation going to affect me a year from now? Yeah. Is this going to affect me a year from now? And 99% of the time, the answer is no. So -hmm. why do we give it so much energy and focus? Why are we going to let this situation that we perceive somebody else created for us, why are we going, why are we going to let it, let it, let it bring us down? Yeah. So that's the first thing is self-awareness really creating that is like, is this going to affect me a year from now? Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing that I do, um, you know, there's always going to be conflict in relationships all the time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm having a conflict with, my partner or there's something going on that I'm really irritated about or I'm frustrated about with him, um, instead of mm-hmm. reacting on it emotionally right away, I take a step back and see, like, how it is that I am actually creating it. So, for instance, let's say he's um, being lazy, okay, and I, I I want him to move a little bit further, and it's just like – and I'm getting really frustrated and annoyed with him being lazy, right? That that does happen quite a bit in in our relationship. I, I promise. That's why I'm using that's why I'm using this this example because it happens all the time. Because I'm so fast paced and he is not fast paced, and so this is the frustration that comes up for me often. So I use this one <laughs> often because this is real. Right. This is real. I promise you. Yeah. Um, but if it is getting to a point where I'm, like, getting really, really irritated about it, I do. Instead of, instead of hey, Paul, why aren't you doing this and doing this and doing this, right? I take a step back. Why is this irritating me? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Usually I'm avoiding something. Like, I am avoiding something. Like, maybe I was supposed to send an email to somebody that I've been putting off. Maybe there's a project that I've been resisting for a long time that I've been putting off. And then it's showing up in him and his behavior mm-hmm. because there's something in myself that I've been resisting doing in, in that particular thing, and that's usually the case. So then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I've been resisting this, and it's showing up. So then now I, I what, what is, where is it that I'm being lazy? Where is it that I'm not putting – what in my life am I not putting into action that I should be putting into action? And then by me then revealing that in myself, I'm able to take that action, and then guess what? Instantly my frustration on Paul is alleviated. He's just showing me what's going on inside of myself. I just want to let you know if you are listening right now and you want to to talk to a relationship expert, relationship coach, Mandy Moses, Live on the air, it's uh, it's uh, about three. If you're uh, listening later, of course you can't call in, but you know, I'll give you the information to get a hold of her shortly. But uh, if you'd like to call in to the show, please give us a call at six one nine nine two four zero seven four four. Again, that's six one nine nine two four zero seven four four. 
And, uh, you know, something I wanted to touch on real quickly, um, especially when you're talking about the first part, you know, about the abusive relationship. And uh, you know, I think it's important that we, you know, we let people know, I don't think you're, you're doing this at all, but we're not, we're not talking about victim blaming. We're talking about, um, because I've, I've gotten in trouble for this, this line of thought before that, you know, that, that we're responsible for where we're at in life mostly, if we're, especially if we're in a first world country. Um, and that's not to say that people do have struggles, they have difficulties, and, and people do bad things to other people. Um, but there's a lot of things in life that you can do to change, and um, and, and the things. And you, but here's the thing: if you're blaming other people, you can't change it because it's all on them. But if you take responsibility for what's happening to you, then you can change it. So whether you actually believe something or not, um, just take responsibility, folks, and just try to move forward. Again, it's not victim blaming. It's, you know, this idea. The keys to success is understanding that that. I am where I'm at right now because of choices that I made yesterday, six months ago, ten years ago, things like that. Um, Mandy, uh, what else? Uh, what are the kind of things? So, you, um, what kind of issues come up that um, that you see? Like, maybe what are some? Uh, do you have any uh, uh, really uh, stories that really jump out at you about um, about clients that you've worked with and things like that? Um, yeah, you know, the biggest thing that, there's two things that really come up for me, uh, that are very consistent throughout the board with men and women. Um, the biggest thing is honoring yourself and that is, and I don't want to use the term lost. I don't, I don't know if it's something that's, that's been lost because I don't know if it's something that it used to happen, but it's getting worse or, or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what when I said earlier, like teaching people how to love. I'm actually creating right now um, uh, love school, <laughs> and it'll be an oh, online nice. program that I'll be doing to teach people really how to love the right way. And the the key is really you have to. And I know it's overused so many times as this this word, but I'll explain it a little bit different or this term, I guess, is really loving yourself. Um, you know, if you don't fully love and accept yourself, how can you expect somebody to come in and fully accept you? And mm-hmm. and um, it's just we get so, especially women, when, I'm going to talk to women on this one for just a minute, and women, mm-hmm. we get so into the mode of giving, 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 giving. Uh, what did I hear the other day? Um, um, on a movie, it was on a movie. I was like, oh my gosh, um, loving somebody is putting their needs before your own. And I think mm-hmm. that if you ask nine out of ten or ten ten people, I think nine out of ten people will give that definition of love, mm-hmm. putting other people's needs before your own. And so many times in a relationship, we think that we have to, you know, be be a good husband. We've got to be a good wife. We've got to be a good parent. We've got to be this. We've got to be this. We've got to be this. And it's like you'll have this huge laundry list of things that that we that we are, and never on that list does it come up. I just need me. And I feel like we really need to get to a place where we were we're truly honoring our own needs, honoring our own desires, and being able to voice our own needs and desires. I have a friend right now, matter of fact, he's been in a relationship with this woman for the last six months, and he asked me the other day, he's like, Mandy, well, I don't know what to do. 
He's like, I think I, she's like, she's been um, kind of pulling back, not fully giving herself completely to him. And she's, he's been doing the same, but of course he doesn't see it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But then he asked me, he says, I think that, you know, I don't know if she just doesn't, I'm waiting for her to tell me how she feels about me. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, she's waiting for you to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you guys are just continually waiting for the same thing, and it's never going to happen. If you feel mm-hmm. a certain way about a, a person, come out and say it. Why do we have all these rules? Like, we can't, we, you know, we meet somebody, we can't text them right away. We, can't, we can only call <laughs> them, like, three times a week, you know, things like that. If you want something, mm-hmm. ask for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Ask for it. If you just continue to sit around and not do it and and expect somebody to read your mind, men Mm -hmm. and women, we can't. I can't read your mind. If you need something from me, you need to tell me so I can show up for you. And that's Mm -hmm. that's huge. Like people post this, oh, my gosh, I see this all the time on on people's Facebook feeds. I just want somebody to show up for me. Mm -hmm. Well, how can somebody show up for you if you can't show up for yourself? Honor yourself and honor your needs. Voice it, not just in your head, but verbally voice it. When we open mm-hmm. that part, our, our throat, I am I'm so, I'm so passionate about really being able to speak how you feel because nobody knows unless you tell them. You have to show up for yourself. I hope that answered your question. I really do feel like you have to show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mandy. If I get a phone number, I call the girl like uh, an hour later. I think it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so funny. I had um, uh, a, a relationship, um, and Paul was like this too. But the first time this happened, you know, when I was dating, it was like playing, you know, we're playing games, right? And um, yeah. I, I got into like that whole thing of playing games, and of course, you know, the relationships I don't have them anymore. They're they're old. They're, they ended, right? And yeah. um, and uh, I think the one thing, the reason why Paul and I are together, because it's not like we, ha- I, you know, I would be lying if I say it was just this whole fairy tale, blissful way that we met. Things like it, it's not. The reason yeah. why Paul and I are together is because we both had our own individual goals. And mm-hmm. we both voiced them verbally to each other. And I have to say this, and I, I'm, it was something that I wasn't really super strong at. I'm really strong with it now. But um, Paul has told me on several occasions, good Lord, Mandy, I've never had to work so hard to keep anything in my entire life. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's true because I'm constantly, constantly showing up for me. If, like, if I need or want something, like I'm not afraid to I'm not afraid to ask for it, and it may mm-hmm. be alarming to him at first. That oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I wasn't you know I wasn't there for you. But it forces him to actually show up for me in a certain way. If I want to mm-hmm. call or text him, I'm gonna call or text him. It shows that I'm interested. Vice versa, mm-hmm. right? And it gives you the confidence. Why would you want to be with somebody who like if you call them and just ask them how their day is? And they're annoyed by it. Why are you calling me so much? Mm-hmm. Well, why, why, why would you even, why would you want that person in your space? 
So I guess if you're like running if you, into if that you, problem, you just haven't you just haven't found the right one for you yet. Exactly. Like here's here's the thing: we teach people how to treat us. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we're, if people are walking all over all over us, we've taught them that that's okay. Mm-hmm. If um so if true. if like. If you, like, you, I, I, I keep on saying it because it's true. Show up for yourself. Ask for what you want. If somebody isn't, if somebody, if you're, like, giving, giving, giving to the point, point where you're depleted and they're just taking, of course, they're going to take and take and take and take, right? And then you've, you've done this whole cycle forever and then all of a sudden you show up and you're just like, look, I can't do this anymore. Like, they're going to be like, wait, wait, wait a second. When did this, like, why are you upset about it? Because you've been doing, you've been giving me and giving and giving, giving all this time. Now all of a sudden you're upset about it. Who are you to yeah. be upset? You know, who are you to be upset about it? And, and it's, and right. it's right. You see that all the time in relationships. Mm-hmm. So from the very beginning, teach that person how they are supposed to treat you from the very beginning. And in the very beginning, if they show that they can't show up for you in the way you deserve, then they don't deserve to be in your space anyways. Absolutely. Guys, if you want to know how to, to, uh, to do this, to show up for yourself, to ask for what you want, to uh, you know, set your boundaries, uh, become more self-aware. Um, you know, get a hold of Mandy. Don't get a hold of me because I'm not I, – I got nothing – Oh, are you disconnected? Can you still hear him? Yeah, you got disconnected. The call's still running. It's just not. Yeah. 